Set in the Sean Kemp, Gary Payton, coffee, and grunge world that was 1996 Seattle, Dirk Diggler starts banging Elle Woods, much to the chagrin of the guy from CSI. Their relationship turns into a perfect storm for these three kings, when Marky Mark turns out to be more of a fighter than a rock star. Through a series of obsessive and violent displays of affection, we learn the truth about Charlie, right before he rounds up his entourage to inflict some pain and gain. Ultimately, he hopes to be the lone survivor among his newly acquired instant family, all while taking over Daddy's home. Guys, let's talk about fear. Look what I have created! I have made fire! I have made fire! I think this is one of the traits of a really good producer. Keep the talent happy. She just killed a helicopter with a car. Who's that, boys? All right, boys, prepare to be dazzled. Break yourself, fool! Oh, I'm sorry. Did I break your concentration? It's important that we we get together on this thing. If you had some glue, I'm really good at gluing. I could just glue it. Sandbagging, son of a bitch. Y'all ready to bust the ass? Lick a license. A lick her license. We've got entirely too many troublemakers here. I am an FBI agent. You look like a blueberry. I don't give a damn what you think you are entitled to. Do you know who I am? You that silly ass reporter from the Channel 5 News. I'm Mo Green. What are you looking at, butthead? Let's go, let's go. I'm bored, let's go. So first impressions of this movie, um, I was like eight when it came out, so I probably saw it when I was ten. Lucky, and lucky number ten. <laughs> this is rated R. You saw this at ten years old? Yeah. Damn. So uh, across the street from me, I had a friend. His name was Crunchy, and uh, his <laughs> yes. parents. Oh, Spike True Hair. Fact. Yes, I know Crunchy. Yeah. Was his, he on the football team? He, he was. was. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Quarterback, no. Hall of Fame. Yeah. His. Uh, <laughs> His grandparents had a Winnebago with a VHS player, and we would have sleepovers in it. And uh, I don't know how we got our hands on this movie, but we watched it. And I remember really enjoying it, but I think mostly because it was so sexual and I knew I shouldn't oh, be yeah. watching it. Mm-hmm. Um, but also kind of thinking, this movie makes me feel gross. But it always stuck with me, and so I wanted to revisit it uh, and just see you know, if it was as good as I remembered or as strange as I remembered. Yeah. And it was all of those things. It's like a ten-year-old boy's dream of a movie, right? Oh, yeah. Like kind of sexual. So this movie like provided me with like a moral compass. I saw Marky Mark, and it's kind of what I based my life on. And to this day, I just strive Uh, to be like him in this movie. Jumping off of what Kyle said, this this was the first time I saw Fear uh, as like a thirty-year-old man, and I still felt gross watching it. I definitely felt gross. like it just it just had a grunginess to it, you know, thanks to the soundtrack from Bush. Um, oh, but, Bush had a few songs in this. Yeah, yeah, a couple, a couple. <laughs> you didn't notice? I didn't pick that up. Okay, no, right. I must yeah, have come down. Too uh, come down. <laughs> but yeah, no, it definitely was. It was. It doesn't have the kind of like nice polished sheen of like a lot of other '90s thrillers. Um, like it's grungy, it's gross, but I really enjoyed it. And at first I was watching, I was like, okay, this is going to be like a typical, like father has to fight off new boyfriend kind of thriller, but it throws things at you as the movie progresses that just kind of keep you guessing and keep you on your feet. And there were a lot of things I didn't expect when I was watching this. So I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I, the first time I saw it, um, 1996, 
Mark Wahlberg coming off of Basketball Diaries, trying to um, reinvent himself, right? He's trying to get rid of the Marky Mark persona and prove himself as an actor. Um, there's set stories of him like having the entourage friends uh, around during this movie. So uh, what would later become entourage was something that happened like on set with Mark Wahlberg. So breakout performance for him and Reese Witherspoon, really the first time you get to see them both in lead roles, I believe. Um, I thought it was too long. I like the last 20... 90 minutes. Yeah. It's an hour and 35 <laughs> yeah, minutes. The first an hour and like 25 plus yeah, credits. Boiler Room was 30 minutes longer and you're like, keep going, keep going. Yeah. This one's like a tight 85 and you're like, nah, too long. Yeah, no, I thought the first 60 minutes could have been 20 minutes long. And I, I loved the last 30 minutes. To me, that was where all that the action was. That seems like was. a theme with you. You didn't like the, she's in love with him, she's not in love with him, she's in love with him, there she's was, not in love. There was a lot going on with her character that I did support. Like, I was on her side. Um, I thought that she displayed, actually, a lot of maturity. Despite falling in love with the, the guy that she shouldn't have, um, she was pretty wise in some of her dialogue with her father um, and her approach to the relationship I felt was not her fault at all. Obviously, this guy's a psycho. Um, but yeah, the first hour could have been done in 15 minutes. But what was fun during that first hour is all of the foreshadowing, like knowing what happens later when you watch the movie. There's so many like little hints at like, oh, this guy's going to become a psycho, but you don't know it yet. Yeah. Um, there was a line that they drop about, uh, isn't that the car that explodes? And I didn't remember the movie well enough, so mm -hmm. I thought for sure he was going to like explode the car and die in right. it. And that like didn't a... happen. <laughs> no. It does yeah, keep you on your you toes. Guessing. No, exactly. like when, when he first meets the father, um, the, the dad says something about, like, I'm still surprised every day. Like some generic thought about life. And, and Mark right. Wahlberg's character says, like, uh, well, isn't that the fun of it? You know, and kind of gives him a weird look. Um, the friend zoned kid, Gary, Gary, I love that. He, kid. He's wearing an Alfred Hitchcock shirt at one point, which I thought was pretty funny. Uh, yeah. So there's these few foreshadowing moments that I enjoyed, but still, I think it was, uh, could have been like a 45 minute episode <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> of Entourage. <laughs> no, the fear, the movie could have oh, just yeah. been like one episode. Quite a first impression, Aaron. <laughs> yeah. I enjoyed it. Uh, this was I, I remember watching it. I didn't remember much of the plot or, or anything that really happened in it. So this was basically like watching it for the first time again. And um, yeah, it was kind of like what Brandon said. I thought it was going to be a very uh, traditional kind of the boyfriend's, you know, a butthole and that whole kind of dynamic. The arc it had for escalating the violence. And, oh, my like, God. Absurdity and like darkness was uh, a bit of a shock. Zero to sixty. Zero to sixty. Uh, real quick. Shocking. Yeah. yeah. Um, some critiques. I thought Wahlberg should have been a little more charismatic early. That would have made it a better movie for me. You didn't think he was charismatic? He was just very like dull. Yeah. And I thought if he had been like this really charming guy initially, and then you saw him turn into this guy, yeah. but he was just kind of like a robot at first. He was. He was like polite and kind. Right. And, like, you you thought, like, oh, he's going to get interesting, but that was just his whole shtick. Right, like, right, He right. didn't ever show you anything else that was, like, no, exciting. Yeah, yeah he, just, was, he just yeah. knew what to say to her. Like, he had the right words for her when they were first meeting, 
in that he was going to wait, you know, when she wanted to yeah. wait to, to enhance the physical relationship. And so he she was said, like, stop. And he listened one time out of a hundred in this. No, but, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true. but he also said like, Oh, I respect that in you. And he kind of like fed into what no, she he wanted knew to what hear. To say, yeah. And you got the feeling he like on some level wanted to feel that way. Right. But he was just crazy. Yeah, no, you know, he, like he felt like he wanted to try, but it was like just cycled out of control. At some I, point. I feel like his whole because he is really, really bland and really soft spoken mm-hmm. in the beginning. Kyle and I were talking about how like I was watching this and I was like, yeah, I think it's a weird version though, because like Marky Mark sounds like he's whispering everything, right. and Who's then the music's and he's like, no, that's the version that I watched too. So he's, I think the persona that he puts on in the beginning is this really soft spoken, quiet kind of bland guy, mm-hmm. and that really like rather than that being maybe that's the fault of like marky mark the actor but that also could just be this character's like way of getting it in with the right, family right, that's right. kind of like how i was thinking about right. it when i saw it so i did enjoy it um it was a weird 90s trip uh but yeah i enjoyed it reese witherspoon is a babe in this movie so joel joel on that note first impression on that note <laughs> yeah she is um so i i had never seen this movie before and I love seeing 90 movies and being transported back into that time with the music, the clothes, just the vibe of everything. So in this movie, so it, they're supposed she's supposed to be 16 years old and he is supposed to be 23, which is pretty creepy. That's so he creepy. he would be out of college although it looks like he didn't go to college. You, no, he went I to prison. I think they, he went to Where did uh, where did he get the 23? They, maybe, they uh, say Stanford it early in the movie that he's 23. They say it's 16 and 23. And then in real life, she is she that. is yeah. twenty and he's twenty five. I don't know. That's what I read, wrote. So down. less creepy. It was yeah. believable. Definitely legal. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. As opposed to this one, it was it was hard when like the father when things started to get worse. And of course, the father overreacts in the beginning, and you're kind of like, okay, this guy's overprotective. But when he begins to reach out and like ask for help. Like, when he's convinced she's kidnapped and this guy is taking her, like, he's not able to receive any yeah. sort of, like, police no. response. Yeah. Or his lawyer friend is like, yeah. ah, we can't really do anything. It's like, no, I, I think at this point, you know, this had been after he had beat up some people, gave right. her a black eye, like, had threatened his life. Right. And then he's like, no, nah, we can't. Sorry, my hands are tied. Yeah, like, one, one of the best, like, lines in that is he's on the phone and he's like, what are you talking about? She's only 16. So what if she wasn't kidnapped? I still have the right to... Huh? Fine, I'll call a lawyer. When he sees the lawyer friend guy in person and he's like trying to set up a case for this, the guy's like, are you sure you're not just like delaying the inevitable? Like this was inevitable. She was going to lose her virginity. Like you're just being an overprotective father who's upset that your daughter is like living her own life now. It's like, no, 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 no. This guy is definitely a psycho. Everyone he reaches out to is super unhelpful and it's kind of unrealistic. But at the same time, he doesn't handle much well throughout the first like 45 minutes. Like he is super like he comes in and like talks to Reese Witherspoon in like a super aggressive manner. Dress she's wearing. It does the whole like, oh, you don't like the dad, you like Mark Wahlberg, and then it slowly mm-hmm. flips it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the the people in the outside, they didn't do a great job of uh making it realistic because you would help. If you had a friend in this situation, you would be like, Yeah, we gotta like do something for sure. My my least favorite was the when he reaches out to his wife, right? The stepmom of Reese Witherspoon's character, and he's explained like I guess he's done some sort of like private investigative work on his own somehow. Um 
And he's like, this guy lied about his upbringing. Everything he said about his story is false. And the wife is like, so he lied about his entire life, and we don't even know who he is, and he's probably a dangerous guy. Like, just yeah. back off. It's and cool. he just said it to impress us and to right. sleep with she, your daughter. She Big justifies deal. it. Like, ah. uh, he's probably just not proud of his upbringing, and so that's why he lied about his entire identity. Like, I uh, kind of am I'm on her side. Uh, red flag. If like, it's true that, like, he is an orphan, it's very plausible that he would be embarrassed by that. Like... Yeah. And he would want to come right. up with the story. I thought like it was especially that young. Yeah, yeah I thought right. it was a good cover of like he doesn't yeah. have parents, he doesn't want to talk about it. It's a new relationship. Like that's something that would be so personal that you would expose like once well, you're comfortable. He's, and he's later, meeting like, a uh, you know he's meeting this dad who's successful. They have a nice house, a nice spot. Like it's. It's natural that he'd be like very nervous about like I don't yeah. want to tell you about I don't. I didn't think it was that unbelievable for him to be lying about that, and it just adds another like of uh, the dad and his wife like her making up excuses for right. Mark Wahlberg. It just adds another level of like the dad kind of feeling like no one believes him. Yeah. And, like he's kind of a little bit more and helpless. his inadequacies. So yeah. inadequate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got a little <laughs> William Cuckerson in him. Little, little bit, oh, just a, just yeah. a smidge. Little. Um, but. Can we talk about the scene where they they first meet Reese Witherspoon? That's and, what I was going to say. Is let's Perfect. go back to that okay. uh, to the beginning and, and back up and fall in love a little bit with them. Great, yeah. just for a moment. <laughs> That's great. So yeah, so Reese Witherspoon and, and her friend Alyssa Milano and Gary friend zone guy. <laughs> I just call Gary. him Gary. I just yeah. call him friend zone <laughs> guy. <laughs> He's like the tragedy of the movie. That guy. He like, dies. Yeah. He's the he's, first one that dies. You know he dies. Insane. He gets friend zoned. His death he scene is He gets beat up insane. really bad. We all know a Gary in our lives that had like the girlfriends that like Gosh. didn't look at him at all romantically. Right, and, like, right. He just yeah. hung out with like the hot girls. Yeah. And just, there was nothing there. Yeah. But they it's were the always there when the guy broke up with them. Yeah. He was super nice and you knew he at a split second yeah. would pounce on any opportunity. It's the we whole, so it's the whole Millhouse mentality. <laughs> Very like Milhouse. Once, she, once yeah. she sees that I'll do anything for her, she's bound to respect me. We also all know the Alyssa Milano type who sees a 30-year-old biker at a bar and falls in love immediately. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, he had a pretty sweet goatee. <laughs> it was scraggly. That was yeah. terrible. Yeah. He was no, uh, 40 pounds overweight with hair to his uh, shoulders, goatee, yeah. and she was like, mm-mm-mm. So they, so they leave <laughs> I'd argue that's attractive. So they leave the school, they go to the bar... They For both... Alyssa Milano, like a super hot, like eighteen-year-old <laughs> high school student, just being like, "Yeah, come." She to is me. really yeah. trying to piss off her parents. See, part Seriously. of the movie that's tough is like, yeah, it's unrealistic that those girls are super hot and they'd be into these pieces of shit. The other part is like they're sixteen and these guys. Yeah, are no, the they cool. were the older and they're, two and they're super guys. rich. They're like I the understand vibe that I got... being older and cool, but that dude looks like I know he works at a cigarette shop yeah. and like yeah, not a yeah. successful sleeps in shot sleeps in pizza boxes. Right. Like <laughs> it's just I well, don't the, know. the vibe that I got from them is that these are like bored rich girls that are just like doing. Yeah. They're just acting out to be like we can be bad. Like right. why well, just be bad? I'm gonna go make out with this like yeah. old like Chewbacca looking guy <laughs> yeah it was clear that the one scene we saw Alyssa milano in her dad's not in it her mom's like leaving and just going yeah. away like yeah. not a lot you of get supervision the feeling that's there. not the first goatee she's written oh. no. <laughs> she's definitely the bad girl influence on reese witherspoon's character like she had been but around the block she's a few also times. a terrible friend yeah, like throughout oh, the no. whole movie, of course. Yeah, like, of of course I don't know why Reese Witherspoon why is still friends with her. Why do you think she's a bad friend? 
She gets her into all of the danger. She gets danger. her into all the danger. Wait, yeah. so I mean, you're saying because she tried to seduce her dad, she comes on with her little brother, <laughs> she has sex with her boyfriend, she's a bad friend? You go to the weird grunge, underground, weird peer show thing. Oh I, I don't know. She's always there, and I like that. So I really like the scene where they meet. Um, so they're supposed to just be going to the bar, and then... Reese Witherspoon's gonna go to like a James Taylor concert with her family to but, hammer home how rich and wholesome they are. Yeah, yep. so that gets canceled, <laughs> which frees her up to go to this like rave rock rap '90s like. Yeah, what is it? Crazy, that was crazy. Like warehouse, warehouse party, dude. Crazy. It was like underground. Like, Five thousand people. Yeah, like, everyone looks like Vanilla Ice, and, and uh, no one knows how to dance. Like they see, keep people, showing yeah. people in the background the just like moving, bad. and you're like, what? yeah, no, it looks the, like a video game dancing. Like <laughs> you're just like the stock yeah. footage in the background. Yeah, the non CPU characters right, just going just, like. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and our first uh, glimpse at, at maybe foreshadowing, maybe our our glimpse into Mark Wahlberg being a creep is the way he approaches her by coming around the pillar and like popping up kind of out of nowhere. Like, Hey, you're not dancing. You know? Sneaky motherfucker. Yeah. And then it's just electric. And that, like, that electric dialogue of the not dancing, you're not dancing, that whole sequence was yep, like, we're both of course these two are going to hey, fall in love. You know, yeah, I, I fell in love with both of them right then. <laughs> Alyssa Milano takes no time to start dancing. She immediately finds her Chewbacca guy, yeah. as you referred to him, and like just gets down on the dance floor. And um, that's that's what starts the whole fight. Yeah, so he punches one guy in the face, I think. And then, no, and, and then it's like a 3,000 person <laughs> brawl. Yeah. I feel like these people went there just like waiting for a fight or like waiting to riot. But no one else fights. It's just yeah. one headbutt and everyone is like, there's a bomb in the building. Like, no, they, but they like, they, they peel throw, out. Like, they like knock over pillars and no, stuff. No, I know. Yeah, it's mayhem. I know. But if I saw someone get headbutted in an intimate bar, I'd be like, oh shit, shit's going down. Like everyone runs for their life like it's it's the worst thing that's ever happened. I would have been it's several insane. other fights prior to that yeah. one that just yeah. kind of got like fizzled out on their own accord and yeah. then moved on like Yeah, if if the dad doesn't bail on his family, if he doesn't prioritize work over mm-hmm. his family, they go to a James Taylor concert Reese Witherspoon never sees him, yeah, and yeah, their whole Movie's life over. is great. So it's, it's kind of it's, on uh, it's Pollard Peterson. It's Pollard's perfect forty-five minute version of this movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. it's just a it's a fifteen-minute introduction and a thirty-minute James Taylor concert, and then credits. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Reese Witherspoon still being kind of unhappy with her dad, but also like, eh, I love it. It could be worse. Dad. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah I, that was a nice night out. Yeah. Maybe I'll give him but, a shot. But Mark Wahlberg's able to rescue her in a way, um, exhibit some sort of like protective nature over right. her. He gets her safe, um, and then they connect. You know, they drive in his car. Mm-hmm. She's impressed by his car, um, and they're able to connect that night. Yeah, and they talk. They talk very intimately about their families and like he's like Dennis systeming her. Yes, at the moment. Yes, what exactly. But after like a brawl like that, like you need to get home. And when the girls split up, like in the middle of the craziness, they kind of connect and they're like, "Oh, I'll see you later." Like if that's going down and you're at that event, like you need to find who you came with and, and leave and go right home. But, but, okay, but don't so go hang out with a guy. Here's like, the counterpoint. Here's the counterpoint is. They saw each other before that. They went right, to that the bar, bar the night yeah, before. They just, made eyes. I her. Exactly. I her. So she was already interested in him and then saw him there. And then she sees Alyssa Milano on the roof. And Alyssa Milano, being the great friend she is, is like, later, I'm going to yeah, go with yeah. this guy. Like, bye. So she didn't yeah. have an option at that yeah. point. So in this first scene where he's courting her and they're, like, right. talking and connecting, he says, like, uh, what is it? 
Let me find it. I, I, I've already lost it, but it's uh, if something's too good to be true, it probably isn't. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and yeah, it's yeah. like, wait, what? Yeah. yeah you it just, takes you a second to you, like, wait, what did he say? No, he totally botched it. <laughs> he totally yeah. botched it and goes on to say like how great she is and like he's suspicious. So like show me a flaw. And it's like, wait, what? Was that like written that way? No, to I show think, he... no, I think that it was written that way. I think that was all intentional. Like if it's, if it's too good to be true, then it isn't. Then the idea is like, don't like invest in it like go because the too good to be true makes you believe like okay then this is not real it really but, is that good so. but he's saying yeah it is good believe and you that should it's good. believe he that says, it's good he says after that he says so far what i know about you is you're beautiful and incredibly perceptive i just need to know like one flaw so i can believe the rest so he didn't use the quote right. Right. Yeah. It yeah. should have been. Right. <laughs> right. I was like, wait, what? I've never heard it isn't. And yeah. then yeah, he it's proceeds it with the way it should have been said. Yeah. Anyway. He's gaslighting her. He's yeah. making her think Yeah, he's confusing that, the shit yeah. out of maybe me. This was a, maybe much. this was an ad lib. Maybe <laughs> yeah. it was just like, just do some smooth talking because we find out later in some of the trivia on just, the movie. Just, like, just whisper it quiet enough so no one knows what you're saying. Yeah. Just like, just I can't hear you over Bush. Soon after, we hear the first um, playing of the song Come Down by the band Bush. <laughs> Should we all sing it right now? Or... And then when she comes home late, she's like, I'm sorry my watch broke. Am I supposed to look at it every second of the day? And it's like... If you have a curfew, yeah, you should be peeking at it. Yeah, that's like the like... important part of the night to look at. Yeah. 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 So that's the point her... of a watch. Right. Yeah, that's just her being like a typical kind of rebellious teenager. Who is then greeted with uh, one of Brandon's favorite quotes of the movie. Yes. By her stepmom. By her stepmom. She was says, up worrying about her. She was up worrying. She, before she says goodnight to Nicole, uh, Reese Witherspoon's character, she says, take off your makeup. You look like a slut. Yeah. So, that was a good quote. Great. Um, another quote I had from when they were connecting is when she tells him, you're not at all what I expected when I first saw you. You're sweet. Like, yeah. Okay, so when you saw me at the pool bar, you didn't want to yeah. talk to yeah, me. Yeah, so but... all of your natural instincts that I'm like a creepy predator were true. Cool. Good call. <laughs> One of the things that I didn't like about the movie for the first 20 minutes was the music. I was like, God, this music is just like atrocious 90s. Really? Yeah. And then when Bush comes on, and then the cover of the Rolling Stone song at the roller coaster, yeah, the I totally changed my tune. Yes. And then they just kept playing those two songs, yeah. and I was yeah. like, the yeah. soundtrack just did a complete 180 on me. Yeah. I love it. They, knew, they yeah. knew they had those bangers in their yeah. arsenal, and they're just like, let's recycle them. Let's just keep them yeah. going. Let's so, play, play the Wild Horses uh, So they fall again. in love a little bit. They have a really nice night, and then they continue to date, and they have this amazing scene at the roller coaster uh, that is insane. Yeah, she. Was a, why is he touching her leg like yeah. that? It's it not like cool it's implied, scene. where it's like, oh, like there's yeah. no the camera doesn't show it, but like he's fingering her. It was but just it's a like, cool no, scene up. visually seeing them on the roller coaster. Although, like any scene late night at like a fair is always. Yeah, great because all the lights and set against the darkness. I like the music. I like the music. That scene is amazing. I, I have yeah. a question though. How many, um, how many guys do you think 1996, 1997 tried to pull the like? Let's go to the fair. Yeah, yeah. way <laughs> too many. Way but, too many. But but make sure you wear a skirt. Right. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a great scene. I loved it too. It was the it was one of like two scenes I remembered from my original watch uh -huh. was that and then the the hitting the chest scene later. <laughs> yes. Um. And so for me, just like rewatching it, it was like 
Yeah, I thought they were going to stop showing it and like yeah. let it ride out as a scene, but they yeah. kept going back. Well, and the worst, his, his wrist just gets yeah. farther and farther. Yeah, and then the they skirt. keep cutting back to Mark Wahlberg's face, and he just looks all yeah. like super into it and creepy. Yeah. And you're just like, Ugh. like if his face wasn't being cut to constantly, you'd be like, okay, this is like weird. But his face just like he's doing stuff the whole movie that is just like, ah, you're such a slime ball. Like every little thing you're doing is weirding me out. The way you talk, the lines you're using. He does a good job of like coming yeah. across as like having it together and like being very cordial, but also being sinister. This is yeah. juxtaposed yeah. with the scene right next to it where he meets the family for the first time. Right. He gets along with the dog super well. He's super good with the little brother. That's where Alyssa Milano is there too. Yeah. yeah. And she, that's like a soup. That's just a weird scene. Like it's great. They start gardening. When but he... like everybody's seducing everyone else. Like Alyssa Milano's <laughs> trying to seduce yeah. the dad. I feel yeah. like Mark Wahlberg's trying to seduce the dad a little He's bit. He's trying to seduce mom. the mom. Yeah, yeah it's so mom. weird. Oh yeah, when, when, when Alyssa Milano invites the dad with them where yeah, they're going. Yeah, and then going. she like bends over. It was like, He's yeah, why don't you come skirt. with us? Yeah, that's when he changes the clock and before that, so it, he comes into the office to use the restroom yeah. in this like three-story <laughs> mansion yeah. with for sure 30 restrooms. Like, yeah. there He's wasn't like, oh, another one. He's my dick. Yeah. Like, that scene I kind of had a problem with because like they did a great job of making like Mark Wahlberg's hitting all the notes he needs to to impress the family. He's good to the botany. Right. He's Perfect. like he's killing that, mm-hmm. and I would have liked that. And then like another scene of that. Yeah. And then the decline into like, oh, he's a piece of shit. Well, if that had happened, it would have been way, way too long for Pollard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We could have this already movie would have been an hour and twenty minutes that, too long. That entire first impression yeah. of him being awesome, and yeah. then getting into like. William Peterson be like, oh, you know what? I kind of like that guy. Or yeah, they could have like, a, they could have like yeah. a family trip that he joins, and so then they, there's more conversations between right. him Instead, and the dad. William Peterson is like very rightfully suspicious because he's suspicious, and then he's kind of like he kind of nods when he walks to go help with the plants. Mm-hmm. He's like, okay, this guy's okay. But then like ten minutes, five minutes later, he's like, oh no, wait, this guy's yeah. The the thing that happens yeah. that like perks his ears up is he go he's the like coke? saying to, yeah no he's saying to Reese Witherspoon he's like get me my jacket yeah and then his ears perk up he's like what yeah, yeah there's, there's, there's right. moments like a little bit that. more of like oh he's a cool he's okay big mistake by Reese Witherspoon early on back to kind of where we were she gives the keypad code very soon after to Mark Wahlberg's yeah. character Again, when the she's parents trusting, go on a trip. Trusting, foolish, I had the, I had the movie on in the background, and on second viewing, what's so alarming about it is at the end of the movie, and we'll go backwards again, but basically you find out that the dad, William Peterson, designed this yeah. like fortress <laughs> yeah. of like reinforced walls, and then the code is 1432. Yeah. Like... <laughs> You didn't have a better code than that. Yeah. Like it's you could have cracked it with four hundred tries. Like if you were just sitting in front of it. There's only four yeah. numbers there. Yeah. So like I don't know about the math, but there's probably only like a hundred couple like different combinations yeah, that you, you could do you to get the right code. You spent millions to make this fortress safe, and you have yeah. like just the easiest combination. Like it's, it's one four one times one two. Four times four times four. Whatever that number Which, is. Which no one can do that math. Yeah. We'll be here all night. No. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, th- that's what I noticed too. Did they mention that at all during the beginning no, of the movie? Did no, anybody catch not. that? Definitely not. Oh, the fact no. that it's a fortress, right? No, not no. not. A, no. But you know, he's an architect. 
of yeah. sorts. But right. the house so, too, I loved the house. It was mm-hmm. so nice still. Yeah. Like for being a nineties movie, like yeah. I still wanted to hang out. In I would house. love to yeah. live there. Super nice. Beautiful. Yeah. It didn't have like a home alone, like antiquated interior exactly. where you're like, Oh, I remember this. I was time, like so and, like, impressed by that. Gross time. Yeah, yeah. And I think also you see this like idyllic lake and a nice house. Like you're in that a lot. So for me, mm-hmm. it took away a lot of that gross feeling just by having this like really picturesque yeah. like right. thing that you were but like then the had as a backdrop like yeah. infringes on the house yeah. and comes it takes into the it house over. Like, the house exactly. a big part cuz it's a classic horror mm-hmm. an isolated home mm-hmm. that's yeah, hard dark. to get to you right. have the security so guard cut off that's set up yeah. the lone yeah. security guard that guy or, that's yeah. used the gate guard Larry yeah, yeah. yeah. Used, uh, Larry who's Tough 40 guy. years been he answered the call yeah, you know, yeah. Yeah. He's, he's been in security forty years too long. So it starts escalating a bit at this point. This is yeah when he finally beats up the friend at the school, Gary. Poor and this yeah. is importantly, he kicks the shit out of Gary. Yeah, this but is woo. cold clocks him in the back. Like of nowhere, zero to sixty. This is it. <laughs> yeah. Like, but oh. but importantly, this is like after they first have sex. Reese Witherspoon and Marky Mark have sex. When he comes over in the middle of the night, wakes her up, and starts yeah. undressing She's her. She's asleep, yes, and he right. just walks in. No, yeah. but I think that's so important. That was a red flag. <laughs> like he walked in naked. Like yeah. he woke her up naked. Yeah. And she, he she says she was like asking him. She was asking for it. She said like not asking for it. That's a bad <laughs> yeah. way to frame we'll edit, it. We'll edit that. Part what out. I mean is, she called him and basically said like, "Hey, can you come over? My parents aren't home." Yeah. Like and she, she said. said it up like come over but the fact that he came over so late and she's asleep kind of changes things like well she said if i'm asleep yeah, like just like, i'll be in my code. room i'll that's, be asleep that's how yeah. he gets the code yeah yeah exactly yeah, she, so. i mean they both knew what was going but on but even she, in that scene yeah. he pushes past what she's hesitating like she's not yeah. gonna sleep with him yeah. she wants him to come over but she wasn't really into that but of course like the whole movie is about how he's able to kind of stretch her boundary. Right. That's what I mean. I think if she yeah, had called... Yeah, he stretched her boundary. <laughs> <laughs> and he says, I love you, and she doesn't say it back. It's yeah, funny. I... In the movie, every time one of them says, I love you, the other one never says it back. Really? It's like yeah. three like or four. right then and there. Yeah. Really? At the same right. time. They never yeah. say it both. I only noticed it. I didn't pay attention the first time. I don't know who says it first, but the second time... When she, she says, says it first. I love you, no, he says it later. He says it when they have sex, and she doesn't say it back. I think that was the first time I've And then she yeah. says it when he's like coming around again. That's right. She's and like, I don't love you, but ideas. I will sleep with you. Uh, <laughs> coming but... around the finger blaster again. <laughs> That's but, the name of the curse. That's what I was going to say. They <laughs> rode the finger blaster. But... but... <laughs> But again, I think it, giving this movie a little bit more credit, it's like a really interesting turn that like after they have sex, basically like that's when she sees him become this monster. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's the, again, that fear of like, you know. Fear? Re- that's oh, the name that's of the movie. the title. So yeah. He's blind? So he's, so he's a psycho. He beats up the friend, gives her a black eye, and then he comes back to the school and, and like follows her, leaves her a note in the locker room. Super creepy. Asks to meet her at like the bar or cafe or whatever nearby, mm-hmm. and I love the music that's playing when you see him Is waiting. Is it Bush? No, it's like it's like Tech Nine. It's like Tech Nine, like gangster rap. Oh, that song was oh. good. And it's yeah, like him yeah. just sitting at the bar waiting for her, and it's just like this guy's a bad dude. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think that? <laughs> yeah. Do we know like was the note like meet me here? Yeah, that's what he said. He's like, I want to apologize. I'll be here at this time. Please come. That's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And this was a big, big issue. Aaron watched it on his phone. (laughs) So she's walking. Was the note in print? Sorry, Joel. Was the note in print? It was in cursive, right? It was in cursive. Yeah. 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 Yeah, He has pretty good penmanship. I I don't know no cursive. I don't know. Oh, no. It's only print when he tattoos himself. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay, Joel. Sorry. No, I'm good. Well, I was going to say, after She'll that... She'll be coming round the finger blaster when she comes. <laughs> I was going to say, like, um, they they have a shot of, D- of David, of uh, Marky Mark's David, character. David. David. David Diggs uh, in his room. And, like, he's got oh, all yeah. the pictures He's got all the pictures oh, of them this. together. I know what you're going to say. But right next to it, he has yeah. his own mugshot. His booking photo. Right? Yeah. yeah. So cool. But horses. The family dynamic. You're like, wait, what's going on here? Yeah. Like, it's like, he called me dad. And it's like, what? They never really explicitly they, explain it. But you figure it out. Figure that like, it out. it's a mom with a kid and a dad with a kid who found each other. And I right. thought they did a great job of, like, establishing that without being heavy-handed. Yes. Like, no, they did a good job of I, that. Yeah. You like, knew this movie's soon. really good at that. And, again, the mugshot, it comes across weird when you break it down as, like, a personal dynamic of who would have that next to that. But, like, it is a good way of just giving you some insight as to, like, you're, val- like, you're getting validation. This guy's a creep. But, yeah, the, the poor Gary, he gets his skull bashed in. <laughs> Christ. So bad. Yeah, Poor that guy. what a like what an insane way to stage a fight too. Just yeah. like go after this guy and punch him in the back of the skull. Yeah, and then he's on the ground, so kick him over ten times. First Man. the hug. But it's like it's is so... like the longest, like, ah, we're yeah. friends. I love you. You're my friend. Like they're, <laughs> they're hugging weird for so long. Yeah. It is clearly the most non-sexual hug yeah. you've ever seen. <laughs> And then later, doesn't he say, like, oh, I was trying to protect you. It's, yeah. like, from yeah. a no, friend hug? I like that scene because when he's from able, they're at the pool, and when he comes back and he's, like, trying to say sorry, she's trying to leave really frantically, but he stops her in the car, and he convinces her that he was trying to be protective of her. I like that a lot because I think that's the one piece that's, like, good education for 16-year-old girls because I think that there are relationships that do do that. Yeah. And... Like, if there's any audience for this that has a redeeming quality, it's, it's like, high school girls to understand, like, don't be convinced by yeah. a creep. These that, are the signs of a psycho. Yeah, I like that scene. Or maybe the sign of the psycho is that this guy just, in broad daylight, in front of 100 people, just beat a guy up. Right. Yeah, the kind of an alpha. Yeah. And then... Right, but where that part is not as relatable because that doesn't happen it's that often. It's in public. They're, walk, they're at school. There's so many there's, people there. There's guys nearby yeah. everywhere. Yeah. And like, this is not the first time... Like, I think that's the first time that he, like... Maybe it's not the first time that he's on school property, but later he goes into the high school yeah. and like a couple times. Yeah. Where are the like, adults? So, Excuse me, sir. You're 25. Can so, you leave, please? Yeah. <laughs> Do you have a visitor's pass? So after Reese Witherspoon rejects Marky Mark, she goes to her, her stepmom. That's where they like start bonding, right? She's like, I'll, yeah. give, I'll give her a little bit of advice of like breaking up with a guy. But then the dad finds the condom wrapper. Yep, that's too much. And that's what sets him over the edge. That Notice his daughter, it wasn't a magnum. No, yeah. Marky Dom? But I saw Boogie Nights. Extra small, actually. (laughs) I saw Boogie Nights. I don't get it. No, but I just thought it was... Again, it goes back to that very overprotective dad where he's like, my daughter is having consensual protective sex. Like, I will not stand for this. She's 16 and he's 23. Yeah. Okay, well, that part's And it's 1996. Yeah. Saying, at least they're being safe. At like, least they're being safe. Is all I'm saying. Being like people are more. They're being, okay, kids are more. I'll remind advanced. you of this when your kid is sixteen. When, oh, when, uh, <laughs> when 
when you're having so Reese Witherspoon gives off the idea that like she's very wholesome she doesn't move fast her one flaw in their very first meeting is like sorry you can't touch my boob we need to stop here then she's getting he's finger- like that's all right I'll like yeah. grab under your skirt the next time yeah I she see gets you. finger blasted on the next date they have sex like two dates later and you would think someone that like with daddy being like overbearing on her would clean up the condom wrapper like yeah what you're just leaving it on the floor next to the kleenex like, it was it was her first time she didn't know what but to also do. like she didn't know about I the cleanup process time, be way she more be, paranoid she about, like, i gotta get this shit cleaned up yeah exactly. she should have been terrified yeah. of that. she might have forgot because he did wake her up in the middle of the night but <laughs> true <laughs> sleep raped her next to the <laughs> next to the kleenex like <laughs> i don't know did anyone during the uh the semi-consensual sex scene see Mark Wahlberg's third nipple. Yeah. A very good yeah, shot of it. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's in there. The infamous third nipple. I did not see it. It's there. It's right underneath the uh, left. It wins my clutch award if we want to guess, see it. Guess who's going to be rewatching? <laughs> um, but just going back really quick to the dad and Mark Wahlberg's really interaction. Good. Yeah. Their, their first confrontation. Because mm-hmm. this is when the dad is like, I need you to stay away from my daughter. And that's when we see this psycho switch like flip on mm-hmm. for Mark Wahlberg, where he just goes full psycho and he lets the dad in on it. And he's just like, I'm fucking your wife. I'm fucking your yeah. daughter. And uh, I'm going to fuck you one day, too. Um, yeah. But like they it's just like that's the realization where it's like, oh, I'm like all these hints that they've been laying throughout the movie where he, like he's kind of a psycho. Like, no, he's. Full on psycho. Yeah, he calls out the dad's insecurities like yep. to a really that's, dark. Yeah, yeah that's a great line as too. As a dad, as a worker, and as a lover. Yeah, yeah. creepier because to that point, you're kind of thinking Wahlberg's like this stupid, just attractive guy. Yeah, that like the, like a meathead. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He breaks Hot-headed. into the a psychological who's had a side. Rough, a he, rough yes. go of it, and at that point, you realize no, he's like a smart, calculated. Yeah, the the beating on the chest thing at the end of it, I thought was like some weird, like just him pumping himself up move. Like, why is he hitting himself on the chest? Of course, it's revealed soon after, like that he convinces Reese Witherspoon's character that the dad had bruised him. Right, right. Which which I have a real big problem with this of how she freaking believes this. She just saw him beat up his friend at school. Yeah. She's going to believe her dad, who I'm guessing she's never seen yeah. getting yeah, a fight before. She got a black eye from like, him. Yeah, like, oh, but I'll believe my dad did this instead of this, like, psychotic guy. Right, like, right. Not, not had to be, like, ask her dad, did you hit him in the yeah, chest? just like, you know, I like, know you did it. Right. Like, she goes like He's like, huh? What? Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, there's, like, a lot of scenes like that. The mom, like, literally, after Reese Witherspoon gets a black eye, like... And she's like crying and crying, mm-hmm. and she's like, he was just kicking Gary and kicking him and kicking him and kicking yeah. him. And then they're like in the pool, like, yeah, the and next she's day. like, he, he's here and we're having fun and pushing in the pool. Yeah. And it's like, and then she owns up to him and she's like, I should have seen it coming. I shouldn't mm-hmm. have like let him back in. But like at that point, as like, I guess stepmom, you're a little bit more gloves yeah. off. <laughs> yeah. But like, sure. still, like, she's, she's crying to you, like, he beat the shit out of Gary. Right. And she's like, hey, jump in the pool. Like, yeah. we're all well, swimming. They, and that's they, the great shot, too, of, like, him making out with Reese Witherspoon, but just, like, making eyes with the dad. <laughs> and the that's the scene that, going back to them talking, the scene you're talking about, is, like, and your wife wants to grab my stick. And yeah. he's just, like, totally, like, alpha-moving him yeah. in that. Now you abandoned the cold and she needed you most? Because I licked her sweet tears. I know about things coming apart at work. Maybe you fucking lost it in that department. 
I also know you ain't keeping up, so to speak, your end of the bargain with the missus. Because if you were, she wouldn't be all over my stick. If you don't disappear from my family's life, I'm gonna rip your balls off and shove them so far up your ass, they'll come out your fucking mouth. You got that, my friend? You see the Mark Wahlberg pullover Alyssa Milano scene. <laughs> that that um, scene's insane. Like he's full on psycho. You see the tattoo scene where he scars his chest and abdomen. So with... the Alyssa Milano scene, for those who don't know, maybe haven't seen this movie surprisingly, even though we all have movie. now. No, we've all seen it. Oh, yeah, I saw this. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, Marky Mark and Reese Witherspoon, they like come back together, and the reason they fall out of love is because Reese Witherspoon doesn't want to confront her dad, so she goes to Alyssa Milano, or not Alyssa Milano's house, but Marky Mark's house, and it's like a total shit show. It's an and orgy. Yeah. It's an orgy. M Alyssa Milano's on drugs with her boyfriend, the 40-year-old biker with the belly and the hair yeah. and the, the cigar burns. <laughs> she's, and <laughs> She's half naked, giving him a lap dance. Yeah, and then Marky Mark grabs her and is like, tell me you want me. And like she's like in a thong and she's like she basically gets assaulted and raped. It's very dark. It is sinister. Yeah. That <laughs> elevated the whole movie. Yeah. Like, oh, like, that scene right. was like, holy shit. And that's what I'm what? saying. The movie keeps one upping itself when yeah. you think you've got it figured out where it's like, all right, well, they can't top like ever since the finger blast scene, like right yeah. after that, like, oh, they can't top this. Yeah. But then it consistently like oh ups God. the shock value. Yeah, so you're just like, okay, this guy's horrible. And Reese Witherspoon sees her best friend, like, do that. And, you, you know, that's the dividing thing that then breaks the camel's back. But I had a hard time grasping the, like, denomination of this group of guys. It's like, so weird. They're not, they don't get the feeling they're, like, white supremacists. It's like you know, bikers, like, but also like they're not tweakers. bikers though. They're, they're like, like tweakers. They're like grunge. It's just marijuana that's shown. <laughs> the, I believe it's only marijuana pipes. But that it's are insinuated. Used. Like they get in a car a couple times. They're like, we gotta go. Like but I'm confused of... at who's like the pack leader because it's clear earlier that Mark Wahlberg's character is not because right. he's like not going on some of the. Like the outings with he the guys. He seems new. Like yeah. fresh and out of jail. Like, Dude, the other guy's going to be pissed crew. if you like sit this one out again. But then he's able to like take Alyssa Milano from the guy who I thought was the pack leader. So he's for sure like some form of alpha in the group. Like, yeah. Well, no, I agree with Joel. Like he seems like the new guy that like everybody else in the group is kind of like, uh, he's a little crazy even for us. Like Such a true. good scene when it finally culminates in the final, like it, the last. It's home alone. It is. With, yeah, it is with really, really with, with dad, with adults, and like true. a twist of the purge a little bit. Oh like yeah, like breaking Very into purgy. the house with yeah. like the, the uh, house that's like reinforced. Yeah, a little pre-purge. But before sure. we get there, so he's done the tattoo, and then he um, goes to the what school. What does he do for the tattoo? We haven't talked about it. So he takes a knife and he carves a scalpel in his chest. Nicole for Eva. Look with the number four. Say what? And it's like really poor, like. And he uses like red pen ink, right? Is yeah. that what he's saying? So yeah. He carves his right. chest and yeah. then he puts the ink. And all he uses over. like yeah. ballpoint pen right. ink. I think and it just was a smears it in. And yeah. I think that the 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 takeaway is like, oh, he's been to prison, like he knows how to do this, but that's not the way that you do that. Like he has access. He to... He has no other tattoos. Well, even if you're gonna yeah. give yourself <laughs> right. a tattoo, like there's a lot of I don't know. There's other ways he could have done that. That would have been a lot. Yeah, yeah there's more... the old Maori tradition, uh, the Native Islanders of New Zealand, where you use a couple stones. He could have done that. There you just go. give him a little bit of depth. Yep. But nope. they didn't go. Doesn't with that happen. One. He tattoos himself, and then you have the showdown with Gary, which oh. is like the first of the killing, and uh, he comes to the school. 
finds Gary. Of course, Gary is like he knows that he's done for. But his numbers so, up. So he's is the the chase starts, and he decides I'm gonna run into the forest, where no one will be able to know where I just went, as but, Mark Wahlberg ensues. Like, ugh. sorry, Gary, that bad choice. It's awful. But that being said, I love how Mark Wahlberg talks to Gary. Just like his voice is so weird. He's just like, hey, Gary. He, he does. He sounds like Mike Tyson throughout the movie at points. Gary. Yeah. Hey, yeah, Gary. When, when he's running after him, like, that's exactly what yeah. he does. Yeah. Everyone's Gary. 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 Heading to the movies this weekend? Looking for a delicious snack to enjoy? Grab yourself a pack of Fear Deer. Grown in the Pacific Northwest, made from deer who are stalked, chased down, and butchered, Fear Deer is seasoned to perfection. So go ahead, grab yourself a nice pack of fear deer. You'll be screaming, get that fear deer in my fucking mouth. He snaps his neck. Um, right after that, uh, Steve, the father, finds his car smashed with the mm-hmm. note. Um, finds out where David's what does the note say? house is. I don't, I don't have it written down. Now I popped both your cherries. Oh, uh, yeah. Popped the daughter's cherry right. and the car is the, red. The cherry red yeah. Mustang. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And so he finds David's house. And he's just trashing the place. Yeah. But what really gets him more than anything is the bracelet. And we didn't talk oh. about it earlier, but Reese Witherspoon had a bracelet that said Daddy's Girl. And uh, Mark Wahlberg knows how to make handmade jewelry in addition to his tattooing skills. <laughs> yeah. and Probably so he, uses the same tools. And so Picked he comes up, up in prison. <laughs> yeah, so he comes up with David's Girl um, in a gift that the dad finds that he's obviously planning to give to her. And that just sets... Him off. Dad just rips up the yep. place good after for, that. Again, good for him. Yeah. Like he's retaliating. He's coming back with right. some heat. Mark Wahlberg's like, I know who did this. Let's go. Gets the gang of weed peddlers, I guess. So then it turns into a home invasion, home alone thing. Margot gets there first. Margot gets there. She there. tells That's him Gary. Alyssa Dad. Milano's name? Yes. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Good on you for we... knowing it was Margot. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. This part of the note I had it. So Margot gets there first, tell him Gary's dead, and that gets her in the scene. As they invade, continue, please. It's like watching Home Alone. You like watching. You're like, oh, yeah, I love horrific. this part. I love this part. And then yeah. at the end, you're like, let's let's go. Like, and it just turns into these guys. <laughs> like, they're standing. Like, first off, if they had just all bum rushed one thing, they would right. have broken in. But there's a guy on the outside. There's yeah. a guy climbing there's a, a pipe. Guy, yep, there's a guy story. standing on the roof up top. Like, yeah. something they, that they, just no, roll. they triangulate and surround the perimeter very effectively. They, they oh, play yeah, off definitely. of something earlier that These pays off. Ups, <laughs> Mark Wahlberg's character is really good with the dog. Right? right, like the dog likes yeah. him, oh, so that's good. the first line of well, There's the first this, line of defense was a security guard. There is guard. no need to do this. I don't this. think he was the one who killed the dog. No, no but, he, but he, he got the dog. But he to gets come the over dog him. to yeah, come yeah, over yeah. him okay. without barking, and Kaiser. the little kid, Kaiser. the brother, is blowing the, the whistle. whistle yeah. yeah, he's blowing yeah. the whistle, and the dog's that not was coming. Gnarly. I don't usually jump scare in movies. Yes, you do. When the other guy puts his head through the door, right after the dog door, I was like. Yeah, I it watched was, it at night and I was like, oh, this is going to give me a nightmare. It's <laughs> so good. That scene is like insane. That, yeah. That's when it goes, it's like a thriller and then it's just like, nope, it's like a horror slasher gory yeah. movie. And, and then Mark Wahlberg's at the door with the people the and people, it's a classic scene. Crazy. Classic so, scene. So but the good. only reason it works is because he's been whispering the whole goddamn yeah. movie. Yeah. So when he erupts and yells the line, you're like, oh shit, it's yeah. going down. And the way, because it's like a fisheye lens shot yeah. to, to and 
emulate the peephole, yeah. like his face getting close to the camera. I like clicked back the 15 second back button and yeah. watched it like 10 times yeah. when I when Dude, I watched the movie. it's so brilliant because like you, we've all looked through a peephole and been scared. We've oh, yeah. all been there where it's like, what was that noise? And then you look through it and you're like, I hope nothing's there. But yeah. like in this case, it's your worst nightmare. It's your, I was gonna, your daughter's yeah. boyfriend who's a psycho. I yeah. was going to save this for quotes, but... Um, that scene was famously not included in the original cut of the movie, and Brian Grazer, the producer, saw the cut of the film and was like, why didn't she put that in? It was a Mark Wahlberg ad lib. Mm. And they were kind of joking around, I guess. Like, it was kind of laughed off, like, we're not going to use that. Yeah. And Grazer was like, no, 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 like, why isn't that in the movie? And the director was like, we shouldn't put it in. What, Which, what does he say wow. at the door? Gary! Let me in the fucking house! Is that there it? We, is that it? <laughs> we should just put the real clip. <laughs> well, no, we will. We will. We will. We'll put, we'll put we'll the real clip. We're definitely putting the real clip. They came with a lot of like funny tools to this, right? Mm-hmm. So there's the the drill yeah. that yeah. they're using on a window. Yeah. On a f- window. <laughs> and right. they have a they're using some sort of thing to ram the let's door. Let's disassemble this, but let's do it in a way that we can put it back at the end. <laughs> yeah. And like we don't want to structurally damage the place. Like, like, no, no, they were drilling through the glass. They were drilling through right, the glass. Right, because like, it's probably like double paned, like very heavy duty. But they glass. were prepared, like, hey, well, like let's go. Okay, get the guns. Okay, get like a couple knives. Let's get our fully charged get, power. Yeah, go drill. get the drill. <laughs> I can't find an outlet. We're gonna have to do this window on the other side. <laughs> um, they have a ramming log of some kind. I don't know right. if they like find. Like, I think a, they found that. It looked find like that it nearby. Was, uh, uh, they but it was a, huge. They used like a giant log. But they gar- They would. It's established earlier that they garden. So maybe there's some wood in the garden or something. Yeah. But the yeah. drill is used later by Laura, the stepmom. That was yeah. awesome. To retaliate when the hand is exposed right, inside yeah. and she drills the I hand. It's done. great. It's yeah. it's set up so well like that where it's like you it's the same tools being used over and over and like mm-hmm. this is e- good. E- everything that's staged in the house is really they well poke done. the guy that has the drill and that's how they get the drill and that's also cool yeah right you know yeah, yeah. what would you have voice. done with the drill in that situation see i would i would have kept wrist. going i would have kept going because yeah, she just it in there yeah, yeah she just goes a little yeah. bit and then pulls the drill but it was it it, it was like, enough for him to say i gotta go to a fucking hospital yeah, my yeah. head's he like, fucked yeah. he gives up yeah, he's like, he's like i'm out of here like, did you see gary or larry <laughs> did you see larry when he gets approached like, did you guys watch that scene? What do you mean? When he gets a pro? Oh, he's good. Yeah, the... he dodges It's the... incredible. Yeah, oh, yeah. he's the good. The guy's going to, like, oh, yeah. hit him. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. does a spin move and pulls out two pistols no, he knows yeah. on both of them. Yeah, he knows and it's what like, he's holy doing. shit. No, he's, yeah. the, he's, best, he's the, the best guard he's ever. He's paid well. They yeah. set him up to be just, like, a lazy, like, hey, what's up, right. Larry? And, yet and he then doesn't... he comes in, dodges this blow that he can't even see. Yeah, he does Spins. And pulls out two guns on both of them and totally turns the situation. Like yeah, you not think for being he's dead. shot from behind. Yeah, like yeah a, I was gonna like say, yeah, he move. doesn't see the guy. He would have killed all of those fuckers. Yeah, he was outnumbered. But I'm just saying again, watching this movie, like I thought it's like, Larry, you're dead. And yeah. then he does that, and I'm like, holy shit. Yeah, you Larry got the feeling he was gonna like drop his pistol <laughs> yeah. and like oh, pull his pants up. <laughs> yeah. like, yeah. Just Dan Nason out yeah. there. God damn it. <laughs> And then, the goddamn and then we have the rise of the little brother. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Not to be confused with the rise of the little giants, which we will be doing. What, what <laughs> a great sequel. What a great move by the little brother. And he says, I can get out the, ba- the bathroom window. Yeah, I can, and I'm I can get enough. to the car phone. We've already established that the phones in the house don't work. Mm-hmm. I can get to the car phone. And he comes through with the only way that they're ever getting out of that situation by getting in the car 
Um, and he's cornered and shot at. And he kills the guy. times. And he proceeds to reverse over the bad guy. He's able to call 911. He's able to get the keys from the security guard to undo the handcuffs. Can we just all agree he gets the clutch award? It's everyone's vote. It's everyone's vote. He realizes he has to turn the car on to use the car phone. I thought he hotwired it the first time. I had to go back. I wouldn't put it past him. Not a very diverse movie. I wouldn't put it past him. But he has to turn the car on. The guy, like, opens the garage and, like, shoots at the car. When the brother realizes he can put... Sorry, the little kid realizes he can put the car in reverse to, like, run over him. Yeah. The guy's reaction is to throw the gun at the car. Yeah. Like, I just, like... Yeah, but no. I, I think that was a pretty <laughs> that made cool no shot sense. because, like, we don't know what you do in that situation. You're like, oh, stop! Yeah, like, it looks also, like... It he, seems like he just panicked and right. had no idea and what I was going like on. I feel like that's a good reaction. That's for sure like, realistic. It's, again, it's like uh, the Mark Wahlberg line that he botches at the beginning. Yeah, like, These guys yeah. don't know what they're doing. Yeah, they're it's, just, it's, like, saying shit. It's darkly Life's hilarious. not always for a movie. Sure. And the kid, like, just sticks his head on the steering wheel and turns to the side and looks so dead. I yeah, thought he got yeah. shot. Right. <laughs> it was like, oh, I'm dead. Well, he's dead inside. <laughs> no, yeah, psychologically, sure. yeah, that he's kid broken. Is, he is definitely broken. He's in another place. He's, like, surviving, but he is not there anymore. Yeah. <laughs> but he's smart enough to get the keys, get the, the mom uncuffed. Yes. She picks up with Margot, Alyssa Milano. They get the dad uncuffed, and then we get, finally, the yeah, David the versus showdown. Steve one on one after Reese Witherspoon stabs Mark yes. Wahlberg that's right the only, the, drop on him. Yeah, the only reason he the dad has an advantage is he's st- Mark Wahlberg's at like right. 40% because he's about to get killed at that point like yeah. he's about to get shot in the face by Mark Wahlberg but Reese Witherspoon comes in well, and what's cool about this like psycho character moment is he's still kind of convinced that Reese Witherspoon wants to leave with him yeah. because he's got the gun to the dad's head and <laughs> yeah. she's like no 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 stop 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 she screams at him and he's like, no, this is what we want, yeah. right? Like, I'm going to take you away, and then we're going to go live our happy dream of, like, riding roller coasters yeah. for the rest of our lives. No, it's great, because she, yeah. she, like, screams out. She's like, ah, stop! Like, when he has the gun to his dad's face, and Mark Wahlberg's just like, what? Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't get it. What's the big deal? I'm going to take you with me. Like, I got this tattoo. I got this at Disneyland good. Pass, baby. <laughs> well, they did a good job there of, like, showing he's not just an evil guy he's clearly no, he's super insane. messed up yeah, yeah he's got a ton of like yeah. mental issues yeah he thinks he's the hero doing this not just like his own sociopath kind of thing he's <laughs> like he's got hardcore issues yeah, yeah. how did you guys <laughs> like so when the fight culminates steve gets to throw david out the window how did you guys he doesn't like throw him he catapults throw- him yeah how do you guys 30 like 30 feet <laughs> into a rock yeah 30 feet out 30 feet up like, it was insane. Power rankings. Mark Wahlberg's fall to death at the end of Fear. Uh, Patrick Swayze's hop out of the second floor in Roadhouse. Or Ooh. Nicolas Cage's side flip into the water during a hallucination <laughs> in Wicker Man. Power, Power ranking? One, two, three. Where's your one, two, three? Oh what are we gosh. ranking it on? Like, most best. Your best. Your best, like, physical... Display most impressive display. Uh, stunt. Honestly, Honestly, best stunt. Nick Cage summer or uh, <laughs> cartwheel into the water is number one because it's the least athletic, the least cool move, and that we, he dreamed. Yeah, we decided. <laughs> actually, yeah, we decided that he was dreaming that yeah. he did that. In night. his in his dream, that's how I would enter the water. Yeah. So that's one. Uh, Swayze is an unnecessary move that he's just like, this is how I'm going to get down. This will be yeah. cool. Yeah. So that's two. I know a ballet Bill move. Peterson, that's a pure raw motion. Like, fuck this guy. Like, he's... Yeah. It's, it's not like, a I, I agree move. with you, Aaron. Yeah. yeah. It's like a ragdoll being thrown out <laughs> of a moving car. Are you in the mood for burgers? Are you specifically in the mood for burgers made by Mark Wahlberg's extended family? 
Well, then you just may be in the mood for Wahlburgers. It's a burger chain by the Wahlburgers, for the Wahlburgers, by the Wahlburgers. And best of all, your burgers from Wahlburgers come with their very own reality TV show on Spike TV or some shit like that. I don't really know, but if you do, that probably means you already watch. Anywho, I don't care. Go there. Don't go there. Whatever. All right, let's get into categories. Yes. Let's start with best scene I saw. Joel, why don't you start things off here? Okay, best scene I saw, a little controversial pick, but the roller coaster Country scene. <laughs> controversial no. pick. We're all in agreement. Ro- roller coaster it's scene, great. but so for a couple specific reasons. Number one, the Wild Horses song in it is oh. so beautifully done, and we can talk crap on the 90s music and how cheesy it is, but... I mean, I can't think of another song for that time period that just would have been... I feel like it just flowed so nice as they were going back and forth. And yeah, they probably could have used a little less crotch shot, but you know, it was okay. Um, But the Reese Witherspoon, Mark Wahlberg, he's not crazy yet. And I thought their dynamic in the beginning there was like just really nice and lighthearted and... They're two young kids. I wouldn't say lighthearted. Well, it was it was innocent. It's he hasn't beaten up the friend yet. They haven't right. had sex yet yeah. at this point. It it's, felt like it, a relatively normal meeting. Yeah, of, like, a, yeah. of young kids. Yeah. Dude, um, I don't know how many times I went to the carnival and finger blasted someone <laughs> on the so, finger blaster. So then, until that, <laughs> going off of the point that Joel made about the music, like I feel like that song definitely elevates the scene, right? Like it makes it a little bit more intimate, a little bit it's, more. It's well shot. Yeah, no, but like the music is like it could have been like a a weird like 90s hip-hop song yeah that's like kind of sexy but the wild horses song just like makes it a little bit more cerebral like a little bit more of like a, well you're in her like, perspective are we in a dream you need the female vocal lead to put yourself yes. into her yep. perspective because yes. she's letting go it's like of her a inhibitions. summer coming of age like, wild yeah horses. well and then it says couldn't drag me away and so it's like nothing Can't you do is gonna tear me away me. from you exactly like i'm in I'm all in. Uh, be- best scene I saw, I'm going to go with the first confrontation between the dad and Mark Wahlberg. Because that's like the the scene where you really see that. Okay, uh, Mark. Yeah, yeah. So it starts with Mark Wahlberg and the dad. Uh, okay, all right, here we go. Marky Mark. So it starts. <laughs> so it starts with Mark Wahlberg and the dad like confronting each other with words, and then you realize like, oh shit! Like Mark Wahlberg's making some serious threats. He's like confirmed as a psychopath. Like all right. the dad's fears are are coming true. They're coming to life, and you know the dad's getting some good comebacks. He says the line that Kyle loves, where he's like, "If you talk to my family again, I'm gonna tear your balls off." And then it ends with that great Mark Wahlberg beating of the chest. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to say, like, one of the things I loved about this movie, it's, it's the subtle thing. So the music in the beginning is like some sort of like drum, like tribal kind of music. And that really puts you in the mindset of like, this is like a pursuit. Like there's a mm-hmm. hunt going on in this movie. And like that whole chest beating thing. I, at first I didn't realize that that was to like give himself a bruise. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was like, more of going with that kind of theme of like this is some like hunter shit that he's doing. Yeah. a bad spot to punch because like he could easily just like mess with his heart or something. Yeah. You know? yeah. Like yeah. I'm gonna give on myself an arrhythmic hot beat. Yeah, it was like you move. pushed him, and it's like what? <laughs> uh, the best scene I saw was the last 15 minutes. It's not that original to bring up, but the house invasion um, by Marky Mark and his crew. You love it, all uh, our Roadhouse. Yeah. <laughs> It's just like so uh, shocking 
after such a long buildup. Like, you're introduced before that he's psycho and that he's kind of capable of anything, but the, like, the one after the other of shocking moments that occurs, like we talked about with the the dog's head and then the guy's head through the doggy door Oof. and then the drill and then the, all of the the things that the father and the mother have to do to try to barricade and, like, it's just so effective. The people shot of Mark Wahlberg is, like, such great filmmaking, I think. Like, if you're going to create a psycho character in a movie, like, you need to watch that scene and take notes because it's super effective. And like you said, like, the director cut it from the movie. It was in the gag reel. Like, right. he didn't know what he was doing. He like, you know, like... After Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross... Yeah, he lost his touch. Yeah, he <laughs> it definitely. got inserted when the producer was like, no, leave that in. So Brian I'm saying, Grazer. like, that wasn't even supposed to be in it. Like, God, so good. And that was like, yeah, it's one of the best scenes, for sure. I had two. Uh, the roller coaster scene we discussed, um, but to the last scene of the movie, they do a great job of when you're outside of the house you're very aware that, oh, there's the five guys that are outside the house. And you can kind of, you're kind of aware of where they are. When you're on the inside of the house, you get the feeling of like, I don't know where anyone is. Yeah. And it's like coming from all angles. In reality, it's not. It's very yeah. like, so I do, they do a great job of doing that, of like making it where you know what's going on, but you don't know what's going on. When he shot the guy with the goatee, that kind of elevated the stakes. Is like, I don't know what's going to happen from yeah. this point forward. The very ending was kind of, I would have liked a few more minutes at the, of what? Of kind of the the credits just started rolling, so that's yeah. a little. Marky Mark's dead. Movie. Yeah, <laughs> throws him out the window. Wait, wait. super Ooh. abrupt. But do we know he's dead? We don't. It's true. We don't. We Fear two. Theaters flying, flying through the air. But, but yeah, uh, I'll well, say that him, was. You my see him hit the rocks. Yeah. Um. So my how do you do that is in the beginning of the movie you see William Peterson the dad going on a run. He says hi to Larry. There's like four scenes where you see Larry at the gate. And somehow, Marky Mark is getting in time and time again. And it's like, William Peterson's doing background checks. He's like, hates this dude from Jump Street. The first thing I would do as a dad is say, yo, Larry, my homie, mm -hmm. if you see this dude, he's not coming in. Right. He literally gets through and is like, hey, hey, dad, I just want to apologize. I'm sorry. And he like slams the door <laughs> on him. And it's like, this is after like... Tons of shit has gone yeah. down. He would have done the first thing to get the gate guard to be like, right. no, don't let this fucker in. Like, he's yeah. doing everything else to ruin his life. So, I don't know. I can't imagine Mark Wahlberg wouldn't have been on a list at that gate Yeah. in that upscale community of, like, don't let this dude in. So yours, how'd he do that? It's more of a how'd he not do that. Or in how'd he get in. Like, if he is on that list and we didn't see it... How's he getting past security? Yeah, the gate guard notices the bedroom light going on enough, but not like the car full of delinquents yeah, right. entering the community. Yeah, what? Also, his shift, I guess he just works all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. <laughs> yeah, he has a little just, porta potty. Next yeah, he has to like it. a little house. He's got a cot. Yeah. <laughs> My howdy do that is a little throwback to the best scene I saw. So this is going to sound a little weird, but I'm not a big roller coaster guy. If I was on a roller coaster, especially next to a hot girl, I would be so focused on like, okay, like don't like throw up, like don't freak out, don't do this and that. But he like is so calm and cool and collected that he he's like fingering her next to him. I'm like, you doing that thing you do. Um, how did William Peterson trash that entire house they lived in? Like, yeah. I get the feeling he could have like rushed in and trashed one house, but really for him to stay there that entire time to wreck their house... 
Yeah, he seems, does a lot. Seems both petty and like unnecessary and not probable. Yeah, you'd get tired after like the second room and be like, okay, I've yeah, made my or you like, just take a dump in his bed and then like leave perfect. or something like you know. There's like <laughs> like you moving the paintings or something isn't gonna do much. To play like, devil's advocate here. He opens a box that he has to break into and finds his daughter's panties, a photo of his family where he's photoshopped out of it, and right. the, the, the like bracelet he gave his daughter that said "Daddy's little girl" that says "David's little girl," to and be, it's like that's triggering. For that's sure. pretty fucked for up. Sure. I can't <laughs> even imagine what that must be like. Yeah. To be fair, we don't know it's his daughter's panties. Could be his wife's. That had to hurt. Uh, I got everything that happens to the son. Uh, at the end of the movie, <laughs> yeah. like literally, just so much shit happens to that kid. Yeah. Oh my god! Like he sees his dog's severed head in his hands. He has to kill somebody who, he, who is like his best friend. They establish the like is the best friend. For he sure. whistles yeah. the thing. He's like always like yeah, with the, the dog. The yeah, it shows like he's got a special. Yeah, this is like his or... homie. Yeah. Oh my god! So like yeah, he has to kill somebody too, and like he is literally the only hope to like save his parents and yeah. everybody. Uh, just all that stuff that happens to him at the end has to hurt him for life. That when they show his face, when they see the dog, you see like his life being altered forever. Yeah, yeah. you know, you're just like, oh, like, dude. Just I see, mean, he like, goes, oh, his trajectory. He goes into fight or flight mode, and he yeah. chooses fight. Yeah, like he's like, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna like kill some people. Right, I need to take charge of the situation. He's very calm. So we yeah. all said like the clutch award was a kid, and we we know why. But I just wanted to give him a little bit more credit in that like he was a good actor. He oh, wasn't, yeah. like, an annoying kid actor. He, like, sold, like, most of his emotions and lines. Like, you to see, be fair, he had two scenes. Yeah, I think he had, like, one line. But Dude. he does, like, what but you said, right, a good he job. wasn't, like, a whiny kid. Yeah, he yeah, didn't force he it, didn't, like... He didn't, like, stand out of, like, God, that kid's ruining this. For that had to hurt, um... Mark Wahlberg self-tattooing Nicole Forever mm. on, his, on his body. Yeah. Like, scarring himself. Gosh, that's... That had to hurt. My that had to hurt. That had to hurt for uh, William Peterson. We found the condom wrapper. Right. I mean, I know it must be hard to know your daughter's lost her virginity. At least that's but, but like to why? but to know it's a twenty three year old burnout guy who was yeah, like, yeah, a, okay. like well, and to also bend over and be like, I'm gonna come for her with Kleenex. Then I'm picking right. up off the floor and be like, Oh, never mind. She got yeah fired. to to find out that way he's kind of a deadbeat dad mm-hmm. he's only been around the last year mm-hmm. I don't also know. had to hurt Married when to work. gary got yeah. his head snapped and, and when gary got skull punched yeah. <laughs> like yeah. a lot of gary scenes All that had to hurt. it was probably the long plan where yeah. he's like i'll skull punch him now to dislodge something and also then this isn't mine but like <laughs> i'm in love with my best friend reese witherspoon and she likes this dude who just keeps fucking me up that had yeah. to hurt also yeah like he's for sure in friend zone and he's oh, in yeah. love with her that had to hurt he also has a um some he speaks some foreshadowing when they're at the uh, the lunchroom and Mark Wahlberg shows up, he makes a joke about like him being a serial killer yeah. or something like that, and she like pawns it off really fast. It's like, no, 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 maybe we need to listen to Gary a little bit more. Yeah, he's for sure <laughs> killed other people before this. Yeah. Joel, what do you got? That had to hurt. But you guys just said it, all the Gary stuff. Uh, for my re- uh, who organizes the reunion, I think it's The Sun, again. Uh, his therapist suggests that he gets the family together <laughs> to get some right. sort of like closure because yeah. he hasn't seen them in twelve years. No, yeah, he yeah. hasn't seen them. He's probably gone down a dark path, but he's healing. Um, he's gone to therapy, and this is something that his therapist recommends is that he should get the family together. 
uh, of a, for a reunion of sorts and just kind of be a little bit open with them with how Closure. how yeah. traumatized he is by the whole situation. So, who organizes the reunion? Kind of a tough question. Number one, Mark Wahlberg and all of his friends are dead. Well, uh, we don't know about the hand screw. This is true. He could have gotten away. <laughs> no, no, the hand screw. He said Mark Wahlberg's dead. Uh, okay. <laughs> Larry, the security guard, is dead. Yeah. So really, the only reunion people are the family and Alyssa Milano. Um, so I'm assuming they all stayed in touch. So there's no need for a reunion. So I'm going to say no one organizes anything. They're all just like, I don't want to see you because you just remind <laughs> me of this traumatic experience. So I'm good on my own. They break up yeah. as a family. <laughs> everyone, like, we should see other people. Everyone goes their separate ways. <laughs> Let's move to the clutch ward. I think we've all agreed it's yeah. the, uh, the kid, the yeah. young guy. If anyone has anyone else, yeah. speak up. Does anybody know the actor's name? Nope. Or nope. The he, he never D-Gap. acted again because he was la, scarred. La, 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 la. Don't want to hear it. <laughs> he was scarred just from filming. Like, yeah. it really traumatized yeah, him. We, we want you just to hold this severed hot dog's head <laughs> yeah. one more time. Yeah. All right, let's move on to quotes. Joel, what do you got for quotes? Let me into the fucking house. Totally. Yeah. I'm going to agree with Joel. There's not, like, a ton of, like, good quotes in this movie. It's more, like... Kyle was saying like weird quotes to show how just like strange all these characters are. Uh, So I like the one with uh, Mark Wahlberg at the end when he's about to kill the dad. I'm going to do it my best Mark Wahlberg voice. He says, come over here and give your father a kiss goodbye. It's not easy to give away your daughter. That was pretty good. good. I like it. (laughs) All right. So what takes me out of the movie, Kyle touched on it. So I have two things. The first thing Kyle said is what just a shitty friend Alyssa Milano is. Hitting on her dad, the creepy thing to the little brother, sleeping with Mark Wahlberg, getting her into all these sticky situations. Literally. Um, <laughs> literally. Um, and like he said, when they're hanging out at the pool after Mark Wahlberg beat up Gary at school, and she just tries to rationalize it, and Melissa Milano is just talking about, like, you know what? It's just a guy's way of showing they care about you. They're yeah, weird like yeah, that. Like. Yeah. Oh. She's what? The, she's the friend <laughs> that enables yeah. you to get yeah. You know, like, sorry he gave you a black eye. It's because he cares. Like, come on. No. I no. think she <laughs> rationalizes, like, maybe that's his way of... Or for some guys, yeah. that's the way. Yeah, but a good friend she's is like... She's not saying that means he loves you. No, it's but... It's like, a, a, maybe it's like mis. Good friend is like, maybe this guy's crazy and you should just stay away from yeah, him. Yeah, it is. <laughs> you know, either way, it's and then, stupid. And the other thing is, that takes me out of the movie is... When Mark Wahlberg hits himself and she just believes him and that, oh, yeah, of course my dad beat up this guy. (laughs) Yeah. Like, come on. Like, Pollard's talking about how rational she is and she's thinking everything through. Like, you're not going to ask the dad, Dad, did you beat him up? Uh, no. Why would I do that? He's a kid. I'm an adult. No, I'd said to stay away from him. But he does say, like, well, what I did was, and then that was enough. But she, like, interrupts him, and she's like, no, I don't even want to hear it. Like, you hit him. I believe him. I'm running away with him. And it's just like, wait, wait, wait. How did this happen? What he should have said is, I didn't touch him. And what he said was, well, the thing is. And it's like, well, Well, I don't think he knew, because Mark Wahlberg hits him after the dad drives away. So she comes in and just kind of accuses him. And dad is like, wait, wait, what what, what happened? He says, so you're going to say, I didn't push... Like, you didn't push him and bruise his chest. He says, I touched him, yeah. Yeah, and he's like, like, well, I did, like, and it's like, okay, you're yeah. wrong. But he, yeah, he should know, like, he I just did not hit him hard enough yeah, to Yeah, he should have just like. responded and been like, dude, no way. Like, yeah. you're wrong. Right. And yeah. he didn't do that. He left, like, doubt. 
Right. And then she just ran because of it. Also, after just hitting myself right now, I got to say, that had to hurt. (laughs) (laughs) It did have to hurt. Going off of what Pollard said about uh, Reese Witherspoon's character being, like, you know, more mature for her age, like, a little bit more, she seems a little bit, uh, like, she's an old soul in some respects. I think the movie goes to show that, like, when you're in love, when you're seduced by, like, kind of, like, a sadistic kind of character it can make you do really stupid things and it can make you believe really stupid things that's all Mm -hmm. um what takes me out of the movie is when no one listens to william peterson about his concerns so we went over like yeah laura downplaying it over the phone the lawyer friend explaining like sorry man we don't have enough to call it in like it's not technically kidnapping so yeah. sorry, we don't have anything. The police saying she's not a, a kid and she's so, not napping. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I understand the 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 way it's used in the story. Like that's a part of the frustration from the father's perspective. But it takes me out that like no one would have been able to support him in his concerns. Like after it's been escalated. Like in the beginning, it's clear he's being overprotective. But like at this point, he's given her a black eye. Like there should be way more concern. Mick Mulligan. Um, Dog getting decapitated. Uh, it seemed to be a grotesque, b unnecessary, and c if it wasn't such a clear rip off of Fatal Attraction, it might have been like you know shocking and cool. But it was just a blatant like the rabbit in the pot scene. So for me, it was like we didn't need to do that. You just did it because like people want to see that. I guess my McMulligan, the fight between Gary and. Yeah. Yep, the fight between Gary and Mark Wahlberg is so one-sided. I would have liked to like have Gary at least bitch know, like know a little bit of kung fu or something. Like make it a little bit, make it a little bit less like oh yeah, he's just gonna kung beat fu down made on it this way guy. More. He did the flip. He did the. That's what I'm saying. He did the flip. He knows a little bit. I felt like he did the flip because he got thrown really far though. It wasn't. But like, it was still a cool flip. flip. It was still a cool flip. Uh, yeah. So my McMulligan would be just change that that scene between them, make Gary fight back a little bit, so that way, you know, it's it's just a little bit more challenging for Mark Wahlberg, and we can see Mark Wahlberg be like even more vicious than he is. Let's move on to spinoff, origin, or sequel. S O S. S O S. Pollard, why don't you kick things off? Uh, so a fact that you you guys may have found in your research as well is that as of March 2nd, 2018, Universal Pictures is developing a reimagined take on this film with Jonathan Herman, who wrote Straight Outta Compton. Oh. Uh, All you script. Hermaniacs out there, get stoked! Um, I'm going to go with my origin story, uh, the origin story of Gary. And I thought it would be funny to see Gary <laughs> just like Gary. literally trying to do all the same stuff that Mark Wahlberg is doing to to uh, Reese Witherspoon's character. Just getting shot down. But he can't do it because he's such a beta boy. So like when he threatens the dad, the dad's just like, all right, yeah, whatever, Gary. Okay. And, <laughs> what is uh, And so Gary just quickly realizes like, all right, well, better to be friend zoned uh, than just not be in this girl's life at all. You know, like there's a scene of yeah. him tattooing yeah. his chest, and he's just like, "Ow!" Yeah. He's trying to like, "Yeah, I can garden," and then he's just like horrible at it yeah. with the family, or like, "Yeah, yep. the dog hates him." Yeah, she gives him the code to like get in at night, and he's just like, "Oh, I got it." Uh, wait, what was the code again? And he just leaves. It's like Gary, come over. I decided I finally want to be with you. 
Yeah. She's not answering her phone. Damn it! What's the code? What if we're all wrong and like the real story of Gary is like he's banging some UW chick? Yeah, like, like he's like sure. Like now he doesn't want her. Yeah. yeah, he's, he's got, got something bigger better. and better. Yeah. I mean, if he knew some kung fu, he could get anybody he wants. Like, there's he's no like, need for yeah. him to just resign himself to Reese Witherspoon. Uh, my genre swap. I thought it'd be interesting to do like an Animal House style comedy. Okay. Where you follow all the guys in Mark Wahlberg's house. Yeah. And they're like the drug dealer. Like, because it looks it looks like a fun house. It does. Like they've got pool there. They've got like a couple other fun games set up. It looks like fun in the way that you can't scream help. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trapped here. I'll make the most of it. <laughs> yeah, so this is fun. fun. A light, a light uh, gross-out comedy right there. But you have like a house down the street that's also like a drug dealer, like degenerate house. And it's just them like pulling pranks on each other. The other the house is the more successful. Yeah, like, exactly, exactly. White collar preppy. There's like one <laughs> prank, and then the Mark Wahlberg house retaliates, okay. and then just like hilarity all ensues. Right. I'm into that. Yeah, I'm in. Hey, all you five GFA fans! Home security is one of the most important things you can install in your home to improve your home security, especially if your 16-year-old daughter is getting pounded by a 23-year-old psychotic drifter. Well, that's where Wall Burglars comes in. At Wall Burglars, we'll fortify your fortress and keep out those crunchy, grunged-out ne'er-do-wells. Or you'll die trying. And right now, when you use promo code 5GFA, you'll save 311% when you purchase the Marky Dark Night Vision Package. That's promo code 5GFA. Get it now, bozos. So my genre stop is to make this into a musical, a la... A la... I'm always down for that. If anyone ever comes to the table with musical, like, I'm ears. all ears. So I'm thinking more get along awake, the lines... Get awake, get awake, get awake. Let me into this fucking house. Is it still The Rock, like, the same... So, I'm sorry, I'll let you finish. It's more along the lines of Greece. So, uh, like, okay. there's a... The, the, the crew is getting back That's together, thinking, like, yeah. the start of the summer where they're... Pulling all their shenanigans and stealing things, selling drugs. They're like, dude, Marky Mark, where you been, man? Yo, let me tell you about the summer I had. And he talks about jail and he has a song about like how he got to jail and what he did in jail <laughs> and how he got out. And then they're all together and they're at the party and then he sees like, you know, Reese Witherspoon and then he has his own like solo song. They've got all the dancers there in the warehouse, a little behind the scenes stuff, uh, like backup it. dancers. And then he comes in and Alyssa Milano is like, you know, like the bad girl who's like trying to tempt him. Like, no, like I want to be with this girl, but I got this like okay. bad girl over here. So then these guys, this like, will they or won't they type of song going on, you know, he doesn't know which one he wants. And then he gets like really dark and he's like, no, I want her really bad. And like obsessive stalker. Tell me you want me. <laughs> I like, so I Love think, it. I think what you want, Joel, is like Mark Wahlberg to just be Marky Mark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and what's funny is I'm pretty sure Mark Wahlberg's like biggest intention with like the couple of Acting movies was, was like, I, I do not want to be so Mark. hard to not have Marky Mark. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So he raps, he up. sings, he dances. <laughs> he says, little girl, don't give me attitude. <laughs> I swear he legitimately has like scrubbed the internet of Marky Mark to the yeah. best of his ability. It is like, like yeah, yeah. No, people, Joel, people I, forget about it. No, I like I like the musical idea if all the music is written by Bush. Okay, Ooh. then I'm in. Mm, that's, yeah. that's I'm okay if a grunge musical. Like a, <laughs> yeah. I'm okay if they also, write it, but I want him to perform it. Oh, so. for sure. Also, for sure. Bush is in a grunge band per se. Like, what would you call them? Alternative. Yeah, like 90s all rock. rock. Yeah. No, like, they're not. I'd call them K-Rock. Right. 
Yeah. Whoa. Korean rock? Kevin and Bean. Korean rock. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how much would you pay for a Blu-ray of this movie? Kyle, under or over $1,000? Um, so, really, I, I swear to God I've never seen this movie. Really. I saw it. What? I saw it when I was eight. Like, yeah. I don't remember it. I literally picked it because it was just like, yeah, it like, made a memory for me. Oh. But I haven't seen it since then. So, like, this was my first time. And, again, I liked it the whole way through. It's really nasty. But, like, it is a time capsule of the 90s that I really enjoyed. It kept me on my feet. It's so bad, it's good. So I'd go thirty bucks. Oh, that's so un- it. Under a thousand. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna keep it in perspective. It's a new movie for me. I could watch it a oh, lot a, more that's times. That's a solid number. Yeah, I could watch good. it. I could watch it ten more times, and I could watch it every year for a decade and not get sick of it. And then at that point, be like, I'm over it. Yeah. But, but I, I paid three dollars per watch. Yeah. I'm <laughs> in, I'm in. Yeah. Yeah. Thirty bucks. Um, for mine. The idea of the Blu-ray category is like if the only way you could ever watch this was Blu-ray, how much would you pay for it? Right. Um, I watched this is the first time I ever watched it. I really enjoyed it, but I it's like I don't really think I ever need to watch it again, to be honest with you. Like I got everything I needed to get out of this movie from the first watch. It was enjoyable. Um I don't know a lot of people that I would want to be like, you have to see fear. Like, I wouldn't want to watch it with anybody, really. Not, like, like it's, recommend it to no. your house sitter. No, you I wouldn't recommend to, it to my house sitter. If you happen to have, like, a 16-year-old girl, like, house sitting for you, you don't you don't recommend this movie No, not a good idea. So, uh, I just went nine bucks, because, like, that's, that's fine. Spending that's really that. high for you. I'm going to go with 1999. Oh, I wouldn't pay 20 but I'd pay anything below 20 Um it's a little nostalgic in the sense that I don't like William Peterson that much. He's good in this, but, like, as, like... I didn't love his guy on CSI. I didn't love his character. Yeah. I had just not a big fan of his. If it had been like a Charles Grodin, like a Beethoven dad kind of thing, <laughs> just if, it, if his character was just a more likable guy. Charles for me. Grodin would have been really interesting. In yeah, this movie. right. What about wow. David Caruso? Like, what if you just put the other all the CSI, CSI guys? Like, what if you just went through the different CSI Dude, guys? Dude, so guys, yeah. no, he, he always sucks. like he, he sucks. always just gave me the like I wouldn't get along with this guy mm-hmm. if I was like having dinner with you him or something you know like what i mean like i wouldn't he plays it like he's better than everything always right always yeah. in every yeah. role so yeah. for that i don't this movie's not going to be a super rewatchable one so uh as uh one of the few uh single guys on this pod i think that this is a pretty solid date movie like no, no, okay let, let me let, let me finish. explain let, let, let me finish it's a solid date movie as a 30 year old and it was like a young girl. If I'm like dating someone for like you're six 16, months or something. You're like, I'm not 23. <laughs> I'm more mature than that. And we're both 30 and she's never seen it before. I'd be like, this is like a weird little like, thrillers are like a good date movie. How do you this see, you know is a I mean? hard no. I agree. Wait, 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 no, no, from the perspective on. of it's from the 90s and if someone was similar age, like let's yeah, go back to there's a couple of scenes wait, question, that you don't want to sit no, through. No, no. Like question, what? Question for you. So you're you're on a date with a girl. You're sitting down on the couch. Yeah, we've been Lights on are, many dates. We're dating. This lights, isn't like okay. a first date. All right, cool. Lights are off. Yep. Roller coaster. Yes, Victor that's Blast scene comes on. What do you do? What do I do? <laughs> I keep my hands to myself because it's very early in the movie. Uh, it's great music, and I think we both enjoy it. I don't think I don't recall. Maybe I need to watch this again. I watched it yesterday, but 
I don't recall them zooming in on him fingering her. No, like, there's there's it's a gratuitous cross. Yeah, shot. but he's not like going back and forth no, way at it. It's like yeah, very. We did all agree. It's like yeah. the most. It's the best scene. It's like a. Yeah. No, it's a great scene. scene yeah. But I'm just saying, it's a like beautiful. But scene. I'm just saying, like you're dating a girl. Like maybe you've been on what three dates. Uh, no, we've been dating for six months. Okay. Oh, okay. That's not a that's date anymore. Ten days. Like, no, no. That's like movie night. That's yeah. not a date. Okay. Like, yeah, I said a solid date movie. It's a movie night no, movie. With a girl a that you're movie. in a committed a relationship. Oh, my gosh. Right. Well, it's a, it's a romantic thriller. It's not romantic. Well, well you're going to... It's the opposite it's of romantic. It's going to be... There are thrillers that are just serial killers trying to kill. There's it's no basic love. Instinct. And it, it's fatal attraction. Yeah. It's like, here's sex, but it's, you're it's trying a, to murder someone. It's a someone. psychological like, thriller with a love aspect to it. That is, there's no love. Wait, we didn't get to the price. 20 bucks. All right. <laughs> Let's jump to, would this movie work as a McSullivan vehicle? Ryan, why don't you get things going? Um, my answer is yes. Really? It would work as a McSullivan vehicle. So let's go through this real quick. Please. McSullivan plays the part of William Peterson, except he doesn't waste any time trying to convince anyone that Wahlberg's a bad dude. Instead, he immediately investigates this kid who's dating his daughter, finds his house much faster than William Peterson did, and witnesses all of the drugs and sex and partying going on. He walks in and is able to join the party and befriend all of the bad guys, <laughs> along with his daughter's new boyfriend. He ends up just staying there for weeks and partying. The family is worried about him. He's not around to like save the architecture firm um, the way that William Peterson was. There's some like McSullivan scenes like from the archi- architecture firm. Wait, can that you means nothing that? and everything all at once. Yeah. I know exactly what right. you mean, but there's no context. Yeah. Wait, can you explain it no, for no, me? No, no, so, no, like, no, no. You get it. You no, get you it. Get it. McSullivan. There it is. That was a better take on it. So he shows up after weeks partying and like doing drugs, um, and he shows up like hungover to the architecture firm, and then you cue in some scenes like that. Um, he eventually loses his job. He gets more involved in the drug ring. Um, meanwhile, he's let, just letting David date his daughter. Um, the police raid the house. Okay? So he flips right. after his first encounter with the police and gives everyone up. So Ex- Max snitching on the drug people right. to the cops. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds uh, like Mac. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Except, but he doesn't snitch on David. Okay. So he invests in that relationship, um, but he He's begins. Some other things on him. <laughs> he begins his partnership with the police force. Where David's he, got too much on him himself. So, so he becomes kind of like an undercover guy for a while, but then he is eventually hired to join the police force. But it's revealed that he, in fact, has double crossed the police force this whole time. And has become a career criminal bad guy who is an insider for the gang at the police station. And he secretly builds a drug empire with David while maintaining the policeman facade. And he never returns to his family. Woo! This is like McSullivan fan fiction. Yep. <laughs> Love See, it. This is why I'm, I'm in. This, I'm all in. This is why I've learned not to I contribute like, to this category. Yeah, I'm like, like I'm, just, I'm, just I'm fine listening. After to all chapter this. nine, what happens? <laughs> Dude, love it. Um, I'm in. I think I think Mac definitely doesn't give up David because he wants to get him himself. 
for sure. Well, no, it, well, well, the way I put it is that he it builds a drug empire with him, so he become they like like a Breaking Bad. So it's like Breaking Bad, but also like he's gonna get David because someone has to go down. Yeah, you know? he doesn't but have he's, a, and it's he doesn't not have a gonna son, be so David's his yeah right his but, protege. Yeah, he's he'll, his Christopher Moltisante. Yeah, he'll he'll end it. up he'll it. end up getting David because of like something over money or like a drug deal gone bad. But he's not Rape, concerned. Maybe no, but he's not concerned <laughs> about him like dating his daughter. Like that's not yeah. on the yeah. list. It's, yeah. it's of, this guy has potential. Yeah. Right. to run this. Shit. How much can I get out of this guy? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Kyle, what do you got? Um. So this is definitely a McSullivan movie. Um, it's 1998. McSullivan heads to the Pacific Northwest to solve a missing persons case, but mostly because his jazz band is on tour. It's our first West Coast tour in a decade. Yeah, and, they, haven't, uh, <laughs> they haven't made it out here much. Yeah, so the missing persons case is just a device so he can expense the whole trip as a work trip. Ah, uh, that's, that's <laughs> like, I'm going to go find McSullivan. someone up there, right? Yeah. Um, Anyway, on the way, the band plays a show in San Francisco where after the show, he's charmed, I'm sure, by Alyssa Milano, Rose Ooh. McGowan, and Holly Marie Combs. <laughs> <laughs> he bangs them all on the tour bus and then kicks them off afterwards, saying not to call him, uh, as it was a one-night foursome. <laughs> it turns out the three bitches are actually witches... And McSullivan ends up in a supernatural sex horror film where they, <laughs> where they stalk him through his tour on the Pacific Northwest using their superpowers to manipulate Max's emotions and make him fall in love with them. He obviously triumphs and kills them all, finds the missing person, and gets a Grammy nomination for Best Live Album, all at the expense of the New Orleans taxpayers. I think this works as a McSullivan vehicle. If really? McSullivan plays the the police, the Larry character, yeah, the oh. guard, security guard, okay. security guard Larry, okay. and it's kind of a Rambo, first blood. Yes, he's you got like, me. Don't yeah. bother me. I'm a security. Like he's he has a past where it's he's disgracefully uh, yeah, dismissed Vietnam, from the force. Flashbacks. Yeah, and it's you get the feeling you see one interaction early in the movie where it's like this guy's super hardcore trained. But that's it. You just see that. You just right. know that he knows how to handle his shit, and he does not do a good job at his job because he just drinks all the time and smokes. Of course, and just sees things like ah, they'll figure it out. Well, yeah, the gate guard is like it, yeah, it, basically like Larry. It allows that. But yeah. in this case, he sees the hot chicks going to the house. Reese Witherspoon, Alyssa Milano. He's like, oh shit, those are some hot babes in trouble. <laughs> so he's like, I'll actually do this, and he goes there. He goes full vigilante, kills all the guys. All the women fall in love with him. They start step fighting. Mom, the stepmom, yeah, the young these, boy, yeah. the three girls, <laughs> William Peterson, all fall in love with him. Because of the spell that was cast on him before. McSullivan, by hook and by crook, they want him. McSullivan bangs all of them. And the girls are like, the girls are all fighting. But who's going to... The girls are all fighting. Who's gonna get to stay with McSullivan? Who wants to like be his his yeah. number one girl? Stay in his cot. He's in the so shack. turned off by their fighting because he doesn't want to put up with any of this shit. He just hit it and quit it. He's out. End of the movie. That'll do it for this episode of Five Guys Flicking Around. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Five Guys Flicking Around. Uh, you can check us out on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. You can also email us at Five Guys Flicking Around at gmail.com. 
please stop asking us about knockaround guys again we will get to it um we just don't know when it's a whole thing but uh we will get to it thank you look what i have created i have made fire i have made fire i think this is one of the traits of a really good producer I'm not ashamed Keep no more. the talent happy you just killed a helicopter with a car all right, boys, prepare to be dazzled. Break yourself, fool. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I break your concentration? It's important that we get together on this thing. If you had some glue, I'm really good at gluing. I could just glue it. You sandbagging son of a bitch. Y'all ready to bust some ass? Lick a license. Lick her license. We've got entirely too many troublemakers here. I am an FBI agent. You look like a blueberry. I don't give a damn what you think you're entitled to. You know who I am. You that silly ass reporter from the Channel 5 News, ain't you? I'm Mo Green. What are you looking at, butthead? Let's go, let's go, I'm bored, let's go. My peffle feather had a lovely little peffle feather. Hey little girl, don't give me attitude. Fumaruski! Fumaruski! <laughs> get them all! Get them all! Spike! Get them all! I'm oh, definitely Jesus. deaf now. <laughs> My ears are bleeding. <laughs>